I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. couple weeks maybe a couple months ago i don't know what is time we did an episode about sourcing art Mm. remember Mm -hmm. that one and we were like this is where we get our art and then you have art and everything is great okay bye (laughs) but what i realized is that like that's really only the first part of the problem because the part that intimidates me the most about art is framing and hanging the art which is why for a long time we had a lot of stuff just kind of like tacked up you know, Mm. or hanging from like clips and strings and stuff like that, because I didn't really know what to do beyond that. Like, obviously I know what a picture frame is. And also like, I know that you get a nail and you put it in a wall and you look for a stud or you get an anchor and all of that was just like too much for me emotionally. Mm. And God forbid there be like, two hang points instead of one and you have to level the thing because you know my shit is not coming out level like you're the one who always levels all the pictures this is true um so yeah it's an intimidating and hard process i think and for a while i was shying away from it and i actually just had kind of like a framing debacle so i figured we should talk about it now so i can take the things that i learned and put them back in the internet it's fresh yeah Because I would say that our most successful hanging situations have come from the few, like, custom-framed things that we have. Mm -hmm. Like, the ideal situation is that your art comes in a custom frame that fits the art already, and then you don't really have to do that much shit. Score. Right. So I've been given a few pieces of art like that, and then the only custom frame I've ever purchased was for the art in the living room, that piece that Zoe did. And that was really great because those are all like non-standard size pieces of art and we got a frame that fit them perfectly. That frame came with a piece of picture wire on the back in all instances and hang stuff with picture wire super easy as we're going to discuss momentarily. Mm -hmm. Where I get tripped up is like when there's like one hook on the back or like multiple hooks on the back. That's always a mess and I never know like how best to secure stuff to the wall. So... What happened, the impetus of this situation, is that I bought a vintage portrait on Etsy. That was me buying it. Um, And I was really stoked. I mean, I'm still really stoked about it. It's so cool. (laughs) Um, And it came... Actually, it came from Connecticut, so probably on a truck. (laughs) And... Just like that, yes. It's on a canvas, but I was happy that it was on, like, it doesn't have a lot of depth, Mm -hmm. right? I don't know if you know the difference between, like, canvas that's, like, on a frame versus just, like, on a board. Like, if there are different, like, words for them. No. But it's not, like, an inch thick. It's, like, less than a quarter inch thick, which I was excited about because I figured then it would fit in a standard size frame. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's 18 by 24, which is the size of our other posters. So I knew that I was going to be able to get a standard poster frame for it. And that was really exciting because this thing was 35 bucks on Etsy and then I was going to get a standard size frame for it. And so it was going to be a pretty affordable piece of art, technically custom art, because I don't think this artist painted another one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I'm pretty sure we have like the only version of this portrait in the world that's probably true yes um and so i was pretty stoked about it i go to michael's as i always do i get my frame it's obviously 55 percent off because it's michael's feeling good about myself and then i get home is that me getting home yeah going up the stairs oh okay cool um and i put the thing in the frame and it fits which was the first issue. Actually, remember I made you like measure it at yeah. home because I forgot what size it was. But it did fit, and that was fine. And then I went to put the back on the frame, and that didn't fit <laughs> because even though the like canvas isn't that thick, it's thicker than a poster. Mm-hmm. And therefore the frame wouldn't, or the back of the frame wouldn't fit back into the slot that it came out of. So then I'm freaking out and I'm like, what am I going to do? Um, uh, yeah. And I, we, we didn't really have an idea. We were just like, well, we have to walk away from this problem right now. Mm-hmm. It was pretty late by the time we did it. Yeah, it was the night. Um, and I thought I was just going to like whip it up real fast. And that was not how this went down at yeah. all. Nope. I texted my mom, and my mom was like, well, does it come out of the frame? And I was like, well, that's a relevant question, Mom. Never thought about it. (laughs) Because in my mind, I was like, I have to get the back of this picture frame back on the frame. That's like what you do. You put the back on. Um, But as my mom pointed out, it was pretty well, like, stuck in there because it was the exact size of the opening. Mm -hmm. So I felt fine about it. I did put some tape (laughs) on the back. That was a good one. Oh, I liked that. Uh, I'll put some pics in the show notes of my exact setup if anyone wants to duplicate it. But essentially, it's just like taped into the frame and it's fine because it mostly fits. And we just like, like in the event of an earthquake, it's going to get fucked, you know? (laughs) Like so a lot of things. Yeah. So that won't be our main concern. (laughs) Including that like New York will be hit with a tsunami wave if there's an earthquake close enough to the city. That's fair dark yeah um anyways so the other thing i guess i don't know i don't know how i'm going to like apply this to everyone else's situation except that like there are ways to make non-custom frames work for you and it usually (laughs) involves tape (laughs) (laughs) Um, i'm trying to think of other situations where we've had like non-standard things fit in standard frames but we're kind of on the hunt for some frames for our non-standard things still yeah i don't know actually sometimes so like that's one way right the frame was the right size but then something was too thick so i had to like tape it in there we have your poster your uh john muir poster Mm. that was not standard size and we got a frame with a mat yeah so that the opening is a little smaller than the poster but like we didn't have to fold the poster under the mat yeah, that's a good fix. Yeah. So there are things you can do. Think about your frame before you go in there. Like, see what your restraints are. 
do your research. <laughs> or just like, I don't know, sometimes when I'm in Michael's, I walk up and down the aisles too. And I like have something in my head that I think I want, but I just look at all the options in case there's something I haven't thought about, you know, like the mm. bat thing. Um, so like in that case, I was looking at a lot of 11 by 14 frames, but what I actually needed was a like 16 by 20 frame that was matted to 11 by 14. Right. Um, and they have so many options, so you might as well just look at all of them before you walk out of there with your 55% off frame. Yeah, what was nice about that too is that the print that we, the, the print of the photo of John Muir. This is not an original photo of John Muir. No. Uh, it has a rip in it. That's true. It, from just like getting moved around. And as we've talked about in other episodes previous to our framing, I was trying to think of a good pun or like wordplay, but. Previous to our framing period. We can come back to that. Um, I was going to go framing fiasco, but it wasn't really a, like, <clears throat> a fiasco. No. Um, anyway, previous to that, all our posters, all my posters, to be precise, were just usually thumbtacked in. So over the course of getting thumbtacked and moved around and got a rip down the, the like center middle, uh, the center middle, the top, the top middle. But when you put this mat over it, that rip was covered up. <coughs> Excuse me. The rip was covered up. Um, so not only did it help fit our size, but it helped solve kind of a problem with the piece, too. Yeah. I feel like that's a very HGTV thing. Like, I can imagine HGTV circa, like, 1998 having that sort of tutorial in it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you're like one of those things you see before the ad break. Like, you can try this, and they'd have... Yeah, take like, this shabby poster and turn it into chic art. And they'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> Now it's a beautiful wall piece. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. HGTV, if you're <laughs> looking to license some uh, voices, let us know. Um, something that I love that my mom introduced me to also are picture hooks. And I'll, <laughs> um, I'll link some in the show notes as well. They're very easy to find. Get it, like pirate hooks. Yeah. No, I got it. <laughs> I did. Um, And they're cool because basically they allow you to insert the nail into the wall on an angle so you don't need to hit a stud and you don't need an anchor. And I think that this is really one of the easiest pieces of hardware to use to hang art because you're not leaving a massive hole. They're pretty easy to move around. They're really cheap. Um, And they hold... You can get ones that hold up to 100 pounds. I've never hung 100 pounds on my wall. But um, they're super easy, and I think that that's, like, one of the best-kept secrets, and I'm really glad I know about them now, and now I, like, go out of my way to use them. Mm. But they work best with picture wire, and that's why I also really like picture wire. And so I was actually, I was introduced to them because um, my roommate and I had found a trash mirror that didn't have any hardware on the back. And my mom was helping me hang it, and she just, like, bought this picture wire and was like, this is what we're going to do, and all of a sudden just, like, whipped it up. And it was super easy. And then our other encounters with picture wire, as we mentioned, are from our custom frames, which came Mm -hmm. with it on them. Also super easy, never the things we have problems with. Yeah, true. So I've really tended toward picture wire, and you can buy it separately. I want to say we also bought it at, like, Michael's. 
Um, God, I think you bought it. I don't know, but I believe Michael's. Yeah, I'll link some in the show notes as well. It can't be very expensive, though. It was a long time ago. And the stuff that I have is lasted the whole time. The picture wire that we just used is the picture wire my mom bought. Wow. Um, and so it's really easy. I mean, if it's already on your frame, you should use it. But the kind of trick I've been using recently with all of these new art pieces is when I get a frame like a poster frame that's big that has two mounting hooks on it rather than one two two and that's where i get in trouble because then you have to like get your nails in level and it's like a whole fucking thing and you gotta measure and you gotta like get an actual level out and god knows i'm not gonna do that i just tie the two hooks together with picture wire thus making it like a single point that i'm gonna hang it from on the picture hook Hmm. What do you do if it's too heavy? So here's a situation we also ran into with the portrait is that I finally like tape the thing into the frame and then I'm like, oh, cool. I'm just going to hang it real fast. Um, And the thing I had done, we just hung another poster on the gallery wall, Mm -hmm. which I'll put pictures of. And I just literally just done this thing where I tied the picture wire around the two hooks. We hung it with a picture hook. Went up in like five minutes. I go to do this thing with the um, portrait and suddenly it starts like sliding down the wall. (laughs) It was like foolish how it was happening. And it was so frustrating. And I was like, well, maybe it's too heavy. And I'm not tying the picture wire correctly. And so it's like coming unraveled Mm -hmm. from the hooks. And that's not what I want, right? Because that means we're going to go to work one day and come back and the whole thing is going to be like shattered on the floor. Yeah, bad news. Bad news. So (laughs) that night we retired it. We were like, this is a problem for another day. And you must have gone somewhere because I was sitting here one morning and I was like, I got to figure this the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Luckily, YouTube exists. <laughs> and I found this great video, which I will share in the show notes because it changed my life, about how to tie picture wire. And it's just this lovely woman who works at a gallery who shows you very detailed steps on how to effectively tie picture wire around a hook on the back of a frame. Wow. Yeah. And so I did that. And... I did it on the portrait, but then I started feeling sketched out about the janky way that I put the picture wire on the poster frame. So then I took that down and I tied the poster or the, wow, I'm really overstimulated right now because I just want to give the people the information and it was so exciting. (laughs) Okay, here we go. So I took down the poster frame Uh that had the janky picture wire on it. Right. And I retied that picture wire also based on this YouTube video. This YouTube video doesn't have a ton of watches and approximately 10% of them are me. (laughs) 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 But I hope we get her some more views because it's really good. But then, um, fun fact, I put both frames back up. Donnie clicked on the YouTube video and he's laughing at how wholesome this woman is. Yeah, this is okay. That's a lot of views. Yeah, 193 
thousand views. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought it was like a thousand. Okay, yeah. I did not watch it a thousand times. I watched it <laughs> probably ten times. Um, you know what? I talk shit, and they actually have way more views than anything I've ever created. So <laughs> I'm happy for them. And they were really nice. <laughs> and you should watch their YouTube video. It looks like they kind of have a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. They're McGowan Fine Art. They've been a part of the New Hampshire art community since 1980, providing quality art in a friendly atmosphere. She was friendly. Yeah, that's nice. They I have, don't know her. They have an Instagram. We're going in deep. Yeah, we gotta give the people what they want, though, which is information about hang art. We do. I mean, we're doing that right now. Wow, look at this dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take the internet away from you. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Oh, no, they're closed. Um, so, I go to hang out both posters again, and now they both start sliding down. It was so foolish. Mm. So, here's the other thing that I realized. When you tie the picture wire Uh to the hooks on the back of the frame, you tie them, like, as tight as you can, really. You want it to be like as taut as possible for when you hang it on the wall so that it's kind of easy like so it's not going to move around a lot right but what happens is that you hang it on the wall and obviously the force on the wire changes direction and so it starts sliding around the hook Mm -hmm. and so even though you thought you like tied it taut at the highest point on the hook that's probably not going to be true and everything started sagging and it started looking really weird and sad I fixed the poster one by tying it like as tight as possible, and then I moved the nail a little bit, <laughs> and then it was fine. But we were having a really bad problem with the um, portrait because the hardware was so close to the top of the frame that even if I tied the picture wire tight enough, it would show like both the picture hook and the picture wire would show above the frame when they were hanging. Hmm. This was very disturbing to me because that's not part of the look. All of that stuff is supposed to be behind the frame. So this is like not a solution for every single frame and every single project. Obviously, this is just my frame and my project. But what I realized is that if I turned the hardware upside down, the hooks would be lower. Therefore, the picture wire would be lower. Therefore, nothing would show. Hmm. And so that's what I did. I say this to say that, like, probably whatever your problem with framing and hanging art is, is not going to be this problem. If it is, I've solved it for you. But this ended up being more of a DIY project than I thought it was going to be. And I think sometimes, like, when I go into a store and I buy a frame, I don't think of it from a DIY perspective. I think of it as, like, an I'm purchasing a product and the product is going to work in the way I want it to. Mm -hmm. And really, like especially with art and especially with standard size frames when like maybe you needed something that was a little more custom, you kind of need to think of it like a DIY project, which means that basically you're just like solving problem after problem after problem. And that's what I learned from framing. Hmm. I don't know how that's going to translate to everyone else, but I was really excited to give this information probably because I was like so stoked that I finally figured it out. You know? Yeah. Um, And I think that, like, I felt smart about it because it had never occurred to me to, like, change the hardware on the back 
of a frame before, you know? Like, and actually when I unscrewed it, I thought I was just gonna like screw it in lower and create new holes. And then I was like, wait, I'm thinking about this like way too hard and way too inside the box that I've already been given. Like the box inside the frame, inside the square <laughs> painting. Yeah, like, let me just use the same holes upside down. Mm-hmm. And that ended up working a lot. So that's what I want to share with people is like using standard frames is sometimes just a DIY solution. Yeah. That makes sense. You can always find the answer somewhere on YouTube. Yeah. Also Google shit because clearly like not only was the answer on the internet, but like a video of the answer being done for me was on the internet. <laughs> what a world. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember, like, I don't know why I don't think like this, and maybe it's just my failing as a human, because obviously other people think like this, but I was like, how in God's name am I going to learn to tie a picture wire? Where can I possibly go? <laughs> and then I was like, oh. <laughs> I have to go to picture wire tie university. <laughs> I must become an art history major. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know what my problem was, but like suddenly it all clicked together for me. And then I think at every stage of this project also, in so many of my projects this happens, I was like, oh great, the hardest part is over. <laughs> like so many times. Like that's how I felt when I got the picture in the frame. And that's how I felt when I got the wire tied on there. And like the hardest part wasn't over until I stepped back and was like, cool, it's a def not going to fall. Hmm. Yeah, that feels pretty true of like most DIY projects. Do you think, or do you think it's just like me personally? Because I feel sometimes like I see people's tutorials and they seem confident the whole way. Or like one thing goes wrong and they're like, oh, good thing that's over. I mean, my experience with DIY is doing DIY with you. So when I say <laughs> that seems true of all DIY. <laughs> what you really mean is. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it's true of like most DIY projects. Uh, I mean, some people are really have done it. You do it a lot. There are some people who just do it, like make a whole livelihood on it. And they're probably yeah. able to better anticipate upcoming problems. But especially DIY involving custom pieces or like using trash pieces or flea market or flip pieces. Uh, there's just so many variables at play. Uh, like you could get halfway through a project and realize, oh, wait, this thing is broken. And then have to super glue or gorilla glue something together. <laughs> I love gorilla glue. Yeah. You know, or you could get halfway through sanding and realize that someone eight years ago painted paint <laughs> over the paint and you just sand it off. You know, and there's always that extra layer when you're working with found or uh, like secondhand, for lack of a better word right now, pieces. That's most of your DIY is that. So I would say... When you're doing that sort of work, like with the custom framing, custom art, like we talked about, there are going to be probably constant hiccups along the way. I will say, though, that having solved this, I feel very confident about framing art now. Probably a misplaced confidence, because I'm sure something else will go wrong. But I think that my confidence with framing art has gone up considerably, like from putting our posters in poster frames, which was definitely like a huge win for us. Uh And then tackling some other sort of things like redoing some frames and filling some frames with paper and like kind of getting creative with it. And now having just like 
DIY custom framed my own shit. Feel mm. like I've reached the peak. Basically, go work in the Met. <laughs> definitely, that's definitely what I should do. Is be around priceless art. <laughs> <laughs> this woman's cover letter says one time. <laughs> I watched this YouTube video ten times, so basically a pro. Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment Twenty Six. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time.